everybody and welcome to Kingdom Faith Worship Podcast. Woo! Once again with our lovely students, give us a hello. Fantastic. And with with me, Colin, and of course... I'm me, Pete. Yes, it is fantastic to be here again. I realised that we didn't actually say anything about this a couple of podcasts ago, but the the, um, the regular listeners of you, amongst you, may have realised that we did have about a month's gap between Christmas and our next podcast, or so six-week gap. Um, the reason for this is um, because we didn't get round to recording any. <laughs> we did. We got... We got caught yeah. up in busyness it was quite busy wasn't it yeah. so we apologize um yes it was a very busy time we recorded extra before christmas so that we would have time to record and catch up in january and then didn't <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry about that sorry about that but we're back Yay! Yay! yes um <sighs> uh, yeah but it's great to be here once again a third time with our wonderful Ruffy Bible School Worship Stream students. What's a, what's a worship stream, Colin? Makes you chuck up in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take off this catchphrase. <laughs> I'm having it. Oh, oh, for those of you who didn't listen to the last episode. What do points mean? Prizes? No, fundamental reasons or aims. Oh. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who didn't listen in last, last week, Pete's trying to kick off a new catchphrase that's... Uh, It'll make what you. What do chubby bunnies make you do? Make you chuck up in a bucket. Hey. Oh, it's not taking off. It's no. said Stephen, I'm going to give up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. What do worship stream do? They make you chuck up in. No, a- oh, no, they don't. No, what do they do? <laughs> the worship stream is an extra bit of the Bible college which we've streamed off. We've sort of sectioned or siphoned off. Siphoned off several. It sounds terrible. Some some students to focus on worship on a Monday afternoon. We're using uh, a really a big sieve. It'll be the or using colander. A, a colander. Uh, can can anybody here tell me what the name of the Bible college is that you're at? What's it called? The place where you go? Kingdom Faith Training College. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Kingdom Faith Training That's what College. It said on the thing. Okay, because actually, how about this? I don't know. <laughs> Well, most people right. refer to it as Roffy Place because that's the name of the building. But it's been called so many things. Roffy, when I was there, I think it was School of Ministry, I think. Right. Yeah, Roffy Place School of Ministry, Kingdom Faith School of Ministry, Kingdom Faith School of Supernatural Ministry, it was called at one point. Kingdom Faith Monasteries. Kingdom Faith, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, it so was I Revival wasn't actually sure College what it was for a while. Yeah, as well. Bible College. Kingdom Faith Revival College. Revival there were so many... People meet their future spouses that it became known as Kingdom Faith Bridal College. There we go. Bible, sorry, Bible Bible College. But by <laughs> yeah, so um, there you what go. What better place to meet to meet your future life partner? Yeah, Joe. I met Lord. my wife at, at Bible College. You know that moment where you first see somebody and your eyes meet across the room and you see them for the first time and you just you just know this is the person. Your eyes meet me. across the room and you think they've got massive eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and you just really see protruding. them, and it's like everything <laughs> everything goes dreamy, and it, you know they call it love at first sight. You just know this is the person for me. You know that that yeah, yeah. thing. That's not what we had. Oh really? No, it was like indifference at first sight. We saw each other, and we we're like, meh. She, we're not yeah, interested. The, the symptoms of love, like you know, a bit dizziness, lightheadedness. You know, it's the same symptoms of carbon monoxide poisoning. So, 
We might be in love, but let's get the boiler checked just in case. <laughs> just, just, just to be sure. Just to, just to be sure, right? <laughs> yeah, it's important. Important. Well, there you go. Something you weren't expecting here on a worship podcast. Today. <laughs> there we go. All to do with worship. Let's stay focused. <laughs> yeah. Is what I said. Yeah, we all we all love the Lord. Or it could be a carbon monoxide leak. It could be. <laughs> Let's get the boiler check just in case. Yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah words of wisdom from our worship director there, <laughs> P. Norman. <laughs> If, uh, if you've got any questions of, uh, about your love life, you can write into <laughs> Auntie Pete at <laughs> pete.norman at kingdomfaith.com. <laughs> Get your angst dealt with. Not with me. <laughs> sort it out. Yeah, I'm batting them your way, Colin. <laughs> um, so anyway, what were we talking about? Bible college. You're worship. worship yes. Oh, yeah, worship. worship. Now, worship. These, these guys are awesome. And not only are they in the Bible college, but they also serve in the worship team um, at... No, all of our meetings, really, in, in various capacities. There's worship leaders, musicians, singers, the lot. And they're awesome. They do a great job. And they are, they are fully part of our uh, congregations, our three congregations, um, for the time that they're here. This is their home church for now. And, uh, and, so, yeah. and they serve as such, and it's great. They it do a great job. They do an amazing job. You guys, amazing. Awesome. They do such a great job. They're so humble. Now, Colin, you had a question. I thought you had a question. Did I? All oh, right, okay. Well, my question is this. <laughs> we've we've kind of practised. Now, this sounds like an oxymoron. Is that the word? Practising. Who are you calling an oxymoron? <laughs> no, no, do you, you, you know, we do a gravy. You're an oxymoron. Um, yeah. It's a terrible joke. I'm a dad. I'm allowed to get away with it. And it uh, the, we can practice being spontaneous in worship. Rory, how does that work for you? Being spontaneous? Yes. Practicing being spontaneous. Well. Because <laughs> let me say, this guy here, Rory Inerd, is a wonderful man, and he's very anointed in the prophetic and the spontaneous, and so that's why I'm asking him. Spontaneity! <laughs> Sorry, I was just uh, I was practicing. That was, that was spontaneous. Yeah. Well. Marzipan! That's how not to do the spontaneous. <laughs> so, um, for me, practicing and being spontaneous is just worshiping God. Um, I mean, practicing to worship shouldn't be so, like you shouldn't be able to think about what you're doing, because the way to learn how to worship is to, is just to worship. So when I'm practicing being spontaneous, I just okay, God, I'm just going to pour myself out to you. And I'm going to try and hear you, you know, what you're saying. What should I sing? Should I play this chord, this chord? And just practice, really. And then, yeah. Do you that's do that at, at, on your own, in your own time, you mean? Um, yeah. Um, I I spend a lot of time you know, in, in in our prayer room. And just, just playing the guitar, you know, and just singing. And just, you know, getting melodies and getting lyrics, you know. Just Rory's one of these guys really inspiring. He plays so many instruments. I love it. He's like a drummer. Well, I said instruments, sorry. I didn't mean drums. <laughs> the drummer joke. He plays bass, he plays guitar, he plays violin. I do. Keys. I'm a fiddler. Mandolin. Mandolin. He plays... Oh, the mandol- oh, the sound of the mandolin in worship. Oh, it's beautiful. It's true. I love it. I love it. But yeah, do you find different expressions on different instruments? I do. Uh, expand. For example, with the guitar, I can be quite free. Because I can move a lot, 
and it's like. Do you mean physically on your feet? Yeah, physically. On my feet. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. And also when I'm playing, when I'm playing guitar, it's like I'm I'm holding like a, a gun in a way. So I'm like boom, 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 boom. You know. Um, when I'm playing the fiddle, it's like I'm I'm drawing out the the, the tones or the, the song. He's I don't know. doing a violin action yeah. with his arm as he's playing. Really this is radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, so when you when you draw the the bow on the string, it's like the tone comes, and like I don't know how to explain it, but like, yeah, love it. I think uh, I think people will get what you those mean, who guys. those who play the violin will, will know what I mean. Right. So you draw the you, note. You draw out. you draw the song or the 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 tone out. You know. And I see it kind of like like a sort of a, a a beam going from the string, like anointing or I don't know anything. Just just it. it's cool. Um, with keys, that's quite um, it, intimate for me. In what way? What do you mean by that? So I I can play very softly, high high. Because of the dynamics. Yeah, and yeah. The dynamic the low, the high, yeah. and yeah. That's change. That's from why it's called a pianoforte, isn't it? Because it's a it's a soft loud. Yeah, it's a soft loud. Exactly. The full, the full the forte of a, of a piano. Yeah, yeah piano forte. Um, so yeah, I like it. Mm. I like it. What does the mandolin bring? The mandolin brings for me, um, it's it's quite small. Um, so it's, so it's, it's it's like a a smaller weapon, <laughs> like a handgun. Like a wolf I don't know. It's it's just different. <laughs> I, I can't describe it, but like when we say a weapon, you mean like firing up. Yeah. Rockets into the heavenlies to yeah. destroy the plans of the enemy, yeah, exactly. right? And to exalt the Lord. That's Is exactly that... what I mean. I thought you did. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify for anyone who's listening, yeah. that we actually don't have flamethrowers on the heads of our guitars to well, attack. Though that some would do. be awesome. <laughs> well, Joel does, but Those we'll, are crazy. we'll talk about that later. But yeah, the Madeleine brings a lot of joy for me, also, because it's, 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 it's quite a. Just the sound of the strings when you're, when you're, when you're strumming is quite cool. There is something that you can't express, or I find personally that I can't express through singing and noise that I can make with my mouth mm. that I could express on a guitar. And I yeah. find myself sometimes when I'm worshipping and I just I just get so frustrated that there's something I want to express to God that I could yeah. express on a guitar yeah. like like it was breathing that I can't mm. express with my breath. Yeah. And and I'll even be stood there and sort of like playing air guitar, like yeah. playing in my <laughs> head what I'm what I want to express to God and thinking I've got my eyes closed and I'm like imagining and I can hear it in my head and I'm expressing it to God whether I've got a guitar in my hand or not. I'm thinking if anyone can see me right now, I look completely crazy. I'm standing here like playing air guitar in worship. Like <laughs> what on, an idiot. on on the on the flip side of that, there are times when I've I've seen you leading worship, Rory. And and you've put uh, put your guitar down. Now that's kind of the opposite of what Colin's saying. So yeah. they're, they're co- you come. Can you expand on what what happens when you do that? Well, um, I want to express something that goes beyond a physical sort of thing. So I, need, I put down my instrument because then I connect to the depths of what's what's happening, you know. And then that's expressed through um, uh, you know crying out or. A shout, you know, because I I can't I can't get that feeling to come from my guitar, but it right. it comes from my 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 being. So so, so, so you feel it, you know, like, oh. it's like <laughs> there's a roar. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you can't you can't get that when you when you hold a guitar or you're playing 
violin or mandolin. You just got to put it down. And There's something in our our foundations of Kingdom Faith and the worship that we have here, which started. We'll we'll have um, the wonderful Pastor Colin on again, who will speak about mm. this. Um, but what God did at the beginnings of um, the move of worship that we had here was a great. We had a great worship. Uh, but then the Lord challenged Pastor Colin and said, I want to take you higher in your worship. And the thing he did to do, the the, the thing that the Lord um, got Pastor Colin to do was to get all the instruments off the stage. So they had no band at all. And the Lord said, right, I want you to learn how to worship without instruments, without the support of music. Because music isn't worship. Music accompanies worship. Worship is the outpouring of a heart that loves the Lord and wants to encounter him and be with him, right? And so they were relying on instruments and songs. And songs aren't worship. And so, and the reason I'm saying this is because we've come into a season where that's happening again. And it will keep coming back to it because it's what God does amongst us. And when we, when we come to the end of ourselves and it's like, it's got stale. It's got stale again. Let's put the instruments down and we just want to focus on him and meet with him because he's because of who he is. He's awesome. He's amazing. I want to pour out my heart in worship and put the instruments down. Um, and so having said that, I want to ask some of you, um, some of you guys, what you've experienced in the last few weeks, because we have um, a, a sort of what our Collins described it, a chapel time, I guess, isn't it? Our eight o'clocks. And and Pastor Collins sort of challenged us, we don't need songs at the moment. We've gone beyond all the songs we've got. There aren't songs to express what God's doing at the moment. So it's come to a crying out and a almost individual meeting with God, but in a corporate setting, it sounds uh, crazy, but it is. And there's some times where, you know, the, be still and know that I'm God, it seems, isn't in the room, it's just stillness, but there's a power and presence of God. So it's a long-winded way of asking, what's going on with you lot? <laughs> How's, how's that impacted the way your worship? Josh, what's that, what difference has that made to you? Um, I suppose for me over the last, well, quite a while, well, not quite a while, but over the last, this couple of terms maybe of college, I've been finding myself not wanting to play as much. Uh, like, well, for a while I was, I was just wanting to put the guitar down and just worship and just, like Roy was saying, express yourself in a different way. I suppose re- uh, recently I've been enjoying picking up again and just like, it's like I think it's just a different way of expressing yourself. So yeah, just like, yeah. prog- not progressing, but like, well, progressing in a way, but like finding a new way. And then I suppose I'll find a new way again and a new way again. It's just like to, because there's so much you want to express, isn't there? Uh, there you is. don't want to, you don't like, there's not one way you can do it. There's just multiple ways that you're just yeah, going to keep yeah. finding. I mean, I would throw a question out to all those who are listening. What would your worship team look like without any instruments or music? Would you still have worship? I think that's the fundamental question that God wants to ask us because yeah. we can rely on it, can't we, Colin? And would you still have worshippers? Well, that's, well, there we go. Yeah, because the, the worship that God's looking for is worship worshippers who worship him in spirit and truth. He's looking for um, worshippers, not worship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worshippers who worship yeah. him in spirit and truth, yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, never does it say great instrumentalists. I mean, obviously it says in the Psalms that play, play skillfully. skillfully. It's not one or the other. As Josh just expressed there, I mean, Josh is a great lead guitarist, right? But he, do, he doesn't need to do that to worship. 
Yeah. He's a worshipper yeah, yeah, yeah. to his core. If he was a stick of rock, it would say, like Blackpool Rock, it'd say worshipper all the way through it. Yeah. <laughs> all the way through that stick of rock. Because he's a worshipper to the core. And that's what we want to be. L- like Rory said on a previous podcast, it's who he is. It's who he's become now. He's become a worshipper. It's not an act anymore. This isn't yeah. an act of worship. This is who I am. I am a worshipper. I don't care whether I'm playing the guitar or the keys or the bass or whatever it is. I'm going to express worship because God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Hey. Yeah, you guys are on it. Yes. Anybody else want to express what's happening there? Joel, listen to this voice of gravitas. <laughs> I don't actually know what gravitas means, but I'll take it. <laughs> um, I mean, for me, this is the first time ever that, you know, I've been satisfied in worship. Um, wow. And that, that's that's a big that's statement. That's quite a statement because you've been here for... I've been here for... All your life, really, haven't yeah. you, pretty much? Yeah. Um, but obviously, like, looking back now, whenever I was in the worship band, it was very much a stature thing for me. Um, and I can admit that because I'm over that, so it's fine. Um, but, like, in this season where there's no band and there's no playing, um, you know, I'm more than happy with that because... This is the first time I feel like I'm truly meeting God and I'm not looking for any other, I don't know, what's the word? Is it an identity thing? Did you find yeah. your identity in what you did before? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, definitely. I play the acoustic or whatever. And I yeah, so like, I saw myself as, you know, I was an acoustic guitarist. I didn't see myself as a worshipper. But now, um, you know, even even not playing, like, you know, I'm more than happy coming to an 8 o'clock and just like being on my face before God and just like shouting out to God, um, like I think that's it's it's been amazing for me. Like it's really liberating, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Like it's you know it's a new season, and uh, you know it, I don't know. It's just really cool. It's just really cool. Like because I'd love to be up there on stage, you know, singing out, but you know I've realised that you don't have to do that. Like you don't. You know, I'm not understanding the different types of worship now in a sense of, you know, you don't have to be singing songs. So I was, I was very much reliant on that before. Whereas if I'm not singing a song, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and like it's, it took me like, you know, a good few months maybe to get to that point where I can not be singing, but I can still be meeting with God in such an intimate way. Um, and obviously we know like when you get to the Holy Holies, you, you can't be singing because you're just... You know, conked out yeah, for Jesus. Absolutely. So, <laughs> if, if there was ever a picture of the way that that God exalts the humble, um, it's in that that as as more and more you've given Him space to change your identity from being someone who whose identity is in their performance or position to being your identity is one who is a worshiper. God has exalted your position. So, the more that you've been um, singing and leading. But has gone like in hand in hand with the more that you've let God humble you and, uh, yeah, and take your your identity out of needing it. The less you need it, the more space there is for him to use you in doing it. And that's been really, really cool to see, really exciting to see. Joel, you've just started leading worship. Yes, I have. Re- very recently, and a mighty anointing is on you, might I say. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. But, uh, what difference has this type of meeting with God made to your worship leading? Because... Chapel time, or our, our, our eight o'clocks, are very different there. You know, it's stu- let me just explain, students and staff, 
um, and and it's open to inviting anyone to church too. But it tends to be quite different. You know, we don't we don't really need songs to meet with God. We we come in and we just start to encounter Him, and we, we might have a word or whatever. Sundays are a different thing, right? How yeah. do you bring what God's done in you in those eight o'clock or so chapel time to your leading on a Sunday? I feel like it's just um, like a process of a change of heart. So through the eight o'clocks, you know, what God's been talking to me about or what he's been um, doing in me, um, like specifically as Colin was saying, like, I feel like he's been humbling me more. Um, it makes me more open for change, if you will. Um, like not having a set thing, like letting it flow more. Um, so yeah, for the Sundays, like it, it's been it's been really cool because like you can see it's progressing. The more that um, us as like a worship band um, during the eight o'clock, like we're meeting with God individually, not even in you know musical worship, but just in pouring our hearts out. Um, how that's changing our hearts individually. You get to Sunday and then you can feel the change. Um, right, yeah. So from that point of personal surrender or whatever been going, whatever's been going on in us, like we can then release that from a platform. Um, and it'll and look quite different to the eight o'clock, won't it? But, yeah, definitely. But, yeah. Yeah, because like God still the spirit is the same, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. There we go. The, the expression's different because you might need a song to start with because. It's yeah, Sunday and with, with Sundays, yeah, that, that's the thing. You ne- you generally need a song um, just to stir something up because um, obviously on Sundays you've got people from all different, you know, walks of faith at the moment. Some You've got, like, some non-believers, and if non-believers are walking into 8 o'clock, you know, I don't know how that would go. might be freaked out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, having said that, there's nothing more attractive than the presence of God, right? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, I mean, from naturalised... Yeah, he's odd. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's like um, it's a Pastor Clive often talks a bit like going to the gym, you know, like you've you've got to build up your that spiritual strength in you. And if you you know first time you've just went to the to the gym once and just did twenty minutes, be like there we go, then then I'm fit. You know, no, you've got to be going regularly and build up that kind of strength. And I guess for like a for someone who's coming to the church on Sunday who's not a believer, it's sort of like you've almost got a personal trainer saying, okay, you know, come on, give me, give me, you know, one pull up. We're going for one. It's like, come on, guys, we're going to worship the Lord. By the time you get to an eight o'clock, it's like you don't need the personal trainer anymore. You're set. You know what your kind yeah, of definitely. your your exercise regime, if you like, is. And that's right. I'm going to press into God now. I'm gonna. I want this myself. You're running after. Yeah, yourself. I think this process takes the emphasis off music and even like you know, it is worship and music. It takes the emphasis off that and just puts it on meet with God. Yeah. So the aim of it all is to encounter Him, and He wants to encounter us, and so it takes your focus off the music a bit more. Which, you, yeah, if you don't want to get lapsadaisical with your songs and start getting you know playing rubbish, of course not. You have excellence. It's not one or the other; it's both. But it takes the emphasis off it. Do you think there are people listening to this going, "Wait, hold on"? So we can have amazing worship encountering with God, and we don't need any musicians. Correct. Why have I been listening to all these podcasts telling me how, like, you know, the best I can get the tone out of my keyboard and what setup I should use for my guitar and how much budget <laughs> instrument I should buy and how I can best organise my band? What a waste of time! Just get rid of the instruments, <laughs> fire the whole worship team. Well, do you know what? Just got over would, to you, Holy Spirit. Done. I would challenge every worship team, even if you don't do it in a corporate context, even if you do it on your worship practice, have worship times where you don't pick your instruments up. That is my challenge to you. Anyone who's listening. 
have a time where you can encounter him. You could put a worship one of these worship pads that we talked about before on, but even even without that, just encounter him and and get that muscle going, like Colin was saying, of of just okay, I'm going to break through. I'm going to meet with Jesus. I'm going to pour out my heart in worship here without any support yeah. of, of of music, really. Yeah, yeah. Because then you find out, oh, I'm not a worshiper. And I'm a, I'm I, all I do is play. And the kind of the okay, the, I, you can change that. Don't don't feel condemned. Yeah. Just say, Lord, I'm sorry for for relying on playing. I want to just meet with you, and then you can introduce your playing again. I was going to say that was like the next step of that story when Pastor Colin got everyone to get rid of all the instruments. Yes, he didn't. Wasn't it that when the music then came back, it exploded and went to a whole nother level? Certainly did. They weren't tied to songs. Yeah, it was about worshiping, and the music helped that rather than it was about doing songs. Pastor Colin would always say, and he's right, the Holy Spirit leads worship, and the musicians are there to accompany what's going on. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you will... T- there are times when you need songs, of course, but those the, the written songs will come out of those times of meeting with him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, on that note, we have, uh, we've run out of time. Um, but thank you so much. Wonderful, lovely, precious students for coming in and sharing your hearts and what God's been saying to you and speaking to you about. Yes. Do you know what? I want them to all go around and say, my name's Joel, goodbye. No, not everybody say that, but just your name. So. My name's Joel. Goodbye. Oh, my name's Joel. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm Spartacus. No, I'm I'm Joel. Goodbye. <laughs> no, no, I'm Joel. Goodbye. Okay, Joel, you're going to start, and you're going to go around with the mic real quick. Speedy, 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 speedy. Mm, okay, my name actually is Joel. Good goodbye. My name is not Joel. It's Stephen. Goodbye. My name is Simon. Have a great day. <laughs> my name's Josh. Goodbye. My name's Lucy. Goodbye. My name's Ruth. Goodbye. My name is Paulina. Goodbye. My name is Ben. Goodbye. I'm Shayla. Goodbye. And I'm Rory. Goodbye. Oh, I missed one. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm Colin. Goodbye. Ta-ra. Bye. Send your questions into. Peace on. Subscribe. 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 Subsc